What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Highly Opinionated, and I'm your host, Church Cobain. I got my boy Fresh to the right of me. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Um, we back from a little break. We was going for a minute. We was going for a little <laughs> month, y'all. I was going Kanye, man. I was going full-blown Kanye, saying I was having like a Kanye midlife crisis, but like the broke version, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't got no money. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong going full-blown Kanye. I mean, I wasn't white lives matter, Kanye. I was more like, like, Kim trying to take my kids. Oh, you was just wilding. Yeah, I was wilding out, bro. <laughs> you know, I was having a little manic episode, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> when you got bipolar, it's certain things that, like, you're trying to prove every day that you're not crazy. But when certain things happen, I already know when the episode is coming on. And I don't know if the universe was giving me, like, a big fuck you. And, like, <laughs> it was situation after situation after situation. I'm like, all right, somebody not fucking with me right now. I don't know if it's a voodoo witch doctor. I don't know if somebody cursed me. But, like, my last month have been eventful. I was keeping my thoughts to myself. Like, everybody's like, yo, where's the podcast? I'm like, fuck a podcast. Like, I was, I was, <laughs> I was tripping out. Fuck that podcast. I was tripping, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I love y'all. I thank you to the supporters. But I was like, there's no way I'm about to hop in front of the camera and tell jokes. Because ain't shit was funny, bro. Like, for example, my daughter, she was walking to school one day. And she said, like, this guy was trying to speak to her, right? And she kept it moving. And, like, he jumped out the car and he grabbed her. What? Yeah. Like, yo, bro, do you understand what that did to my heart? When you're a parent and you feel like you can't protect your kid in a certain moment when they might need you, it's, like, really difficult. I was ready to crash out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready to, like, look for this person and go crazy. And, like, I have to speak to my daughter and tell her she's okay and I'm going to be there for her. It was just, like, a lot for me to carry, bro. Like, and I could not understand that. Because I've never been at this level of parenting where I had to worry about a man trying to, like, approach my daughter. Like, she's only 13, so it's like, for me, I thought I had a couple more years before guys got ignorant, you know what I'm saying, or, or anything creepy would happen, and I just wasn't prepared for that. And so when I heard that, I was already fuming. I'm ready to crash out. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to, you know what I mean? And it's like... Bro, I just, you know, I felt like I failed her, bro, because I couldn't protect her in that moment of a need. It really affected me mentally. It was like, damn, bro, like, your daughter needed you. Like, why wasn't you there? But it's like, how can I stop that? You know what I'm saying? She's walking to school. She's minding her business. The same thing she do every other day. Her school's only two blocks. You know what I mean? And something like that shouldn't even happen. And what made me more mad is when it first happened, she didn't tell me because she was scared about how I would react and hurt the person. And it's like, it made me reevaluate myself because it was like, damn, does she think I'm so violent that I was ready to just throw my life away? I was. Uh, she, should, <laughs> she shouldn't be scared. Like, shit like that, you're supposed to tell your parent. You got to tell your parents. She told her mom and her and her mom kept it a secret for me. So that pissed me off because I'm like, why would you keep it a secret? And she's like, oh, because you're going to do something stupid. Duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think? Of course I'm going to do something stupid. Like... What do you what do you think this is like? But it, I get it, bro. As a parent, you have to protect your kids, but at the same time, you can't put yourself in a situation where you could like not be in your kid's life. True. But I'm not ready for that mentally, bro. I had kids so young. I just thought we was gonna grow up together and vibe. I never thought about a man jumping out of a car and grabbing my child, like, and her kicking him and running, like. 
even the imagery is like getting me frustrated. You know what I'm saying? And I I really was not ready for that level of parenting. I'm like, wow, what? But you could tell she's a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god. <laughs> nah, so that like that had like pushed me in like I, a I know mental. That's frustrating. That was hella frustrating, bro. Cause it's nothing could prepare you for not being able to protect your child. Like I said, it's nothing that's gonna make you be like, hey, this is okay. Hey, honey. And it's like, I I'm, I got the details of how the man look, but it's like, we in New York. There's a billion, eight billion people here, some eight million people. It's like, how am I going to find this person? And I told her, her mother, like, yo, why would you not tell me? Like, we could have, you know, called the cops. We could have did so much more than what we did because you made us wait and told me two weeks later. It was just, I'm just tight, bro. It had me really frustrated because it's like, man, like, dudes is weird. And I always knew that. But I always tell people that I don't understand how you can have a daughter and and think the way you think. Like, people always be like, oh, men this, men that. Have a daughter. You're not going to be on the side of men. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be a man protector. At the same time, men do need respect and protection, but some men don't. You know what I'm saying? And, and for you to try to holler at my daughter from a car, jump out the car when she's not giving you attention, she clearly got a kid book bag on her back. You fucking weirdo. Like, what are you doing? Like, ooh, I get mad, bro, every time. So that kind of, like, you know, set me back, bro, and it put me in a, a mental state that I couldn't really vocalize my feelings, and I couldn't jump on camera and be funny because I'm, like, I'm angry, you know what I'm saying? And it just was a lot, bro, because besides that, I was already having family issues with my kids and my kids' mom, but I feel like that was, like, it sent me over the edge because it was, like... I'm ready to throw my whole life away. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a split second. Because you made my kid feel Protect uncomfortable. Exactly. She feel uncomfortable walking to school. And if I can't pick her up, she's on the phone with me the whole time walking home. You know what I'm saying? And what made it more scary was that for that two weeks after it happened, she's calling me as, as soon as she got out of school. Like, speaking to me till she gets to her building. She sounds like she out of breath because she running. And I'm just like, baby, why you running? Like, every day you've been calling me at the same time. As soon as you get out of school, you run it home. But she's just trying to have a conversation with me to keep me on the phone. And I'm like, yo, I'll stay on the phone with you. Like, is everything okay? And she said, yeah. And then finally I find everything out. And I felt like a shitty parent, to be honest with you. Like, I felt like, how could I not know that this happened? Or how did she not feel comfortable enough to come talk to me? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's nothing, that, like I said, it's nothing that can prepare you for that. That's some different yeah, level shit. Nah, there's no preparing for that. Like, if I was rich, I would have put a hit on this man. I ain't going to lie. If I was rich, he would have got his head knocked off. Like, it would have been a private investigator looking for this dude. I swear, bro. That's why, you know, God know who to give money to. (laughs) Because I'm going to find you still as a broke man. But as a rich man, I would have caught you yesterday. You just know here on out, like, you just have to move different. Like, call me when you get home. Or if you have friends that live in, like, if you have friends that live in the same direction as you, like traveling a pack. I mean, I'm going to do that. But for me, I'm just going to change my daughter's school. You know what I'm saying? I want her close to me. I live in a better neighborhood. I gotta, I'm got in a better situation. And, you know, she's ready to make that transition, you know. So for me, I just want her to be closer to home. You know what I'm saying? Where I feel like my neighborhood, it's, it's creeps everywhere. You know what I mean? But at the same time, in my neighborhood, I know that it's more residential. So it's like she can't get lost in the sauce or everybody's not on some like New York City fast minute shit where nobody's paying attention. 
Because even to think about it, when I asked her, she's like, yeah, it was people staring around, but they didn't say nothing. Like, why would y'all, yo, why would y'all not say nothing? You, you clearly see it's a little girl. This man hops up the car. He grabs my daughter. She could have got abducted. She, anything could have happened. You know, this is a gritty city. People don't say nothing or, or have a reaction until they see somebody else have a reaction or somebody else, you know, do something. But People, that's why they cowards, bro, because I stay out of, I stay out of certain business. Anything that happens with a child, I'm not staying out of it. I'm at the age where it's like, granted, we all want to make it home, but I'm not going to sacrifice somebody else's life so I could get home. You know what I mean? Unless I feel like it's a relationship situation, I'm not doing that in a regular situation. I saw two kids in the train station. It was a boy and a girl. The girl and the boy was going on the tracks. You know, like they go into, they go into the back of the train to go down the steps. So I guess they could hook up. They're like 14. Bro, I I jumped in a business, bro. I pulled back from down the stairs because I saw everything that's happening. I went to the track thing and I'm like, yo, get up here. Like, I, I'm I'm officially an old man. Because like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, get y'all asses up here. Like, what y'all doing back there? Because y'all could have got electrocuted. Like, you going on the tracks. I know what y'all trying to do back there. Like, they clearly went back. They was kissing. And then they tried to go to the back to, like, go hook up on a train track side where nobody could see them because I guess they can't go home with their parents. I'm like, hell no. Like, get your asses up here. They were scared as hell. Like, like not only are y'all trying to hook up, we've been all young. We all been yeah, trying to hook yeah, up our like, whole life. What, what, what you're doing there? Like, the train station? Me hooking up is me going to the park. Like, why you're going to the fucking back of the train on the train tracks? You're crazy. On the train tracks to try to get something? You probably nah. think that's romantic and that's what you're supposed to do. Oh. Even like when I see little kids, they be climbing the train and like subway surf. I don't say shit. <laughs> Why is that even a thing again? I don't say shit. I just watch. <laughs> like, okay, my fat ass tried to subway surf one time when I was like 16, bro. And my brother was like, yo, just when the train go, grab the back of the train. And I, he was running to grab the train. He got on it. I could not even get on the train. Like, I tried to run and like grab the pole, bro. I missed it. And I hit the, um, I don't know what you call that, but it's a pole that's in the middle. I hit the pole before I could even get on the train. And I never did that shit again. But I don't even know why I thought that was cool. Because I used to see people do it. And I was like, that looks like fun. You're dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it's such a thing now. You be seeing it all over like TikTok and Instagram and Facebook again. I'm like, yo, things really do repeat themselves. Because like, that was a thing we did when we was kids. Now, my, my version of subway surfing was going through the emergency doors. And being in between the tr two train cars. Shit, like, that's <laughs> a dangerous enough. That was my subway surfing. <laughs> that, that shit is more dangerous than in my head going between the carts was the most dangerous thing you could do as a kid and now I'll be looking at subway surfing and I'm like yo y'all really crazy some people be on the top of the train yeah, just wilder. surfing <laughs> now the second thing that happened which is crazy you know what I'm saying I got a new addition to the family just a random baby I got a new baby in the family like I've been taking care of a baby I ain't even had a baby so my cousin just had a baby Three months ago. The cutest little baby, bro. This is his first... <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to refrain from telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying not to tell the whole truth. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm getting sued. Not sued, but people are threatening to sue me because of this podcast. Fuck y'all. Come sue me. I'm broke anyway. So him and his girlfriend had a kid three months ago. And to his knowledge, the relationship was perfect. Like, he did everything he was supposed to do. He was there. He's 100% supportive. She wanted to have this baby. It's his first child at 30 years old. He thinks it's her first child. So apparently she didn't tell him until she was four months that she had other children what? that she didn't have custody of. Wow. 
So this woman just capped. Like, he thinking they having a first child together. No, this woman has other children that she does not take care of, and she doesn't know where their whereabouts are. Okay. My cousin finds that out. He comes to me. He's like, yo, she really lied to me. I'm like, hey, listen, things happen. She probably was scared to tell you, or it's a sensitive topic. Maybe you don't need to blame her all the way. It's too late anyway. You got She's four months at this point. Time go by. She has the baby. And for the first two months, it's nice. They playing family. Everything is happy. I'm like, that's great. But one day they go out, right? They go out to have dinner. <laughs> this is like a month ago, right? After dinner, she's like, yo, just take the baby with you. I'll see you in a couple hours. He said, okay. You know this woman never came back? <laughs> she ghosted? She ghosted him, bro. Oh, wow. She what ghosted she, him. What she did to her kids. So it's like, she ghosted her kids. Like, there's no telling who else she will ghost. <laughs> That's crazy though. Like this man is a whole single father, and it's just I'm helping raise this baby. <laughs> like, so every other day I got a baby in my arms. I'm just in the crib with a baby, and I'm just like, I didn't have this baby. Like you know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna let my cousin raise this baby by herself. Like I'm gonna be there for him. But it's just a thought that like he's been so stressed out because he's like, yo, she just left. And she calls him. She calls him. She texts him. Like, hey, I don't want to have nothing to do with the baby, but when I come back, you know, maybe we could be a family again. What do you mean? And it's so crazy because I feel like <laughs> nobody talks about single fathers and what they go through because we don't see it like that. It's so taboo. It's like single fathers don't happen every day, but they do happen. I'm damn near a single father. Like, they got their mother, but they got me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's more of, like, a babysitter. No disrespect. She did She did say she might sue me if I keep talking about her on this podcast, but I don't care. Sue me. Anyway, I'm damn near a single father, but my cousin is a newly... My cousin is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he is an idiot, Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro, she did catch you slipping. But he know, he know, like, he thought they was playing house and he thought they was being a family. But my cousin is basically a single parent to a newborn baby. That's a different kind of energy, bro. That's like that's like a little bit different stress. Like he's never had a baby. This man is so jittery with this baby and so confused and so stressed out. But it's like I'm proud of him because like he could have easily been like, yo, social services, take my baby. But no, his whole life fell apart in a matter of like a month. Like He's basically had to lose, he lost his housing, so he had to go to the family shelter. Then he had to, he lost his job. Like, he has no way to provide for this baby. I'm helping to provide for this baby. It's like, his whole world is flipped upside down. And most guys in that situation would be like, you know what? Nah, I can't do it. Can't do it. Social services, take the baby. But he has not done that, and I'm so proud of him for that, because it's like, it's hard to be a single father, bro. It is so hard because nobody talks about us. Nobody cares about us. Even the shelter that he's staying at is waiting around to see if a woman pops up because they think he stole the baby. So where did you acquire this baby from? He's telling them, like, hey, listen, this woman just left me on a random Tuesday, and I have not seen her since. She calls me. She texts me from time to time. He see her Snapchat. She on there turning up, drinking Casamigo. And we, because we think it might be postpartum. What if it's postpartum depression? What if she's going through something that makes her kind of be distant and be like, I don't want to be in my baby life. But that's not the case, apparently. Because I think postpartum, you have to kind of go and be sad. I, at least that's what I thought. No, this woman is out here turning up, living her life. Yeah, but like, 
postpartum, like that could play, you know, depression. She's out drinking, trying to rekindle whatever. But my question is, like, where is the other kids you have? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, okay, postpartum, let's put that to the side. Where's your other kids? <laughs> Did you get postpartum with every baby? We're like, all right. <laughs> like, like, what happened? Like, like, how many times did you get this? Nah, see. Because she's weaponizing it. She's like, oh, I'm having postpartum, so I don't want to be next to this baby. But just be there, and I'll be there when I get back. Like, what do you mean? You've been going for like, she's been going for like 38 days. I've been helping raising a baby for 38 days. Basically, since the last podcast, I've been helping raising this baby. So it's been a baby, just a random baby with you can say, here, a newborn. Newborn. Like, he's only, like, three months, the cutest thing ever. And it's really pissing me off because it's like, how even a shelter is kind of like, I think you took this baby. Yeah, because they, they probably feel like he's using, using the baby to help his case. So it's like, a female, you can see her during the pregnancy. A male is like, boop, baby. So it's like he got all the information he, to this baby. He showed him text message like, "Listen, this woman does not want this baby," and but that's how you know people are not planned for women to just leave their kids. Yeah, it's it's like it's taboo. Yeah, like females are supposed to be there while the father kind of dips. That's a kind of stigma. But it's like when a female dip is like what. What? There's more to the story. There has to be more. It to the has story. to be. She. He must have took the baby from her. No, that woman <laughs> left. Like I be hearing him basically. Like sometimes it, it makes me so emotional because he's like, "Yo, can you please come home? Like our son needs you." Like, and she's like, "No, I'll be home soon. I'll be home tomorrow." She's been saying, "I'll be home tomorrow for a month, for a whole month, bro." She has other children. She's done this to. She is a serial. Deadbeat mom. <laughs> she, she's a serial deadbeat mother. Like, this is crazy. It's like a movie, like a Tyler Perry skit. Like, I cannot believe she really did that, bro. And it's so sad because through everything that he's going through, he still does not hate this woman. That's the most saddest part about it. He's like, yo, I know I'm frustrated. I know I'm sad. I'm lonely. I'm confused. But through everything, I don't hate you. Can you just please come back? Like, our son needs you. And she will not come back, bro. So it just been me and him, two guys, raising a baby, two and a half men type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, like I told him, even if she do come back, I don't even feel comfortable with you giving this baby back to her. I know it's hard being a parent. I know postpartum is a real thing. I understand mental health, but it's so crazy for a man to like wait his whole life to have a child, ends up having this child, and you are kind of on him about if he's going to be a deadbeat, just for you to dip as soon as you had this child. And this is probably like your third child or fourth child you did this to because you lied to him about you having other children. Damn. So who's the asshole in this situation? How do the courts deal with that situation as far as the father, like custody-wise? Like, will he be full custody of the kid? Like, how they would do the moms and kind of push the father to the side? Like, oh... The father have to work his way up to get more and more days to see his kid. Is it the same for like a female? And he has to explain to the judge that his baby mom just left the state, just left the baby with him, never came back. He has to, he has to prove that he didn't just take this baby. She's not even fighting for the baby. What he's scared about at this point is that at some point he feel like she's going to come back when, he, when she's like two, when the baby's like two, and, and try to take her baby back. You know what I'm saying? So right now, it's like she gave him all the documentation. 
She gave him the paperwork. He has everything. It's a delicate situation. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's really sad, bro. Yeah, it's a whole baby. It's not like it's a oh, baby. It's not like, <laughs> like it's not like we got a puppy or something. It's like a baby. That's how the mother make it sound like a puppy. Like, <laughs> oh, just he's good. I don't feel like being a parent right now. Like, she don't care, bro. She over there drinking Casamigo, Henny, turning up, vibing. Like, it's crazy, bro. And I just gotta watch this man like break down like on a regular basis. And it's and it's breaking my heart, bro. It's 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 one it's honestly one of the saddest shit I've Situations I've seen, cause I'm watching him not hate this woman, even though this woman is completely shitting on him. It really makes you respect single mothers for real, cause it's like I know that they go through this on a regular basis. But I'm just thinking in my head, like, damn, if he would have felt that baby, and she already felt that baby, this is how kids end up in the system. And if you knew that you was this kind of person, you shouldn't have had no children. That's why I'm like, that been my month. It's a fucking soap opera, bro. This shit is a novella, my nigga. Damn. <laughs> Like, 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 I'm like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, this shit is back to back. Like, I'm like, <laughs> feeling like, like Meek in 2016. It was, a, it's a hard year. Like, it's levels of parenthood that I'm just starting to understand. And I think that I just wasn't prepared for this shit. Like, I'm watching 50 Cent beef with his son in the media, like for like two weeks now, because everybody's like, oh, he keeps shitting on his son. His son is ungrateful. He's entitled. He has no respect for 50, and people are just trying to, like, people are taking their own situations and kind of putting it into their situation. I understand where 50 coming from. Bro, I'm beefing with one of my kids right now, too. Ain't that some shit? I'm beefing with my youngest daughter, bro. You know how much that shit is breaking my heart that we beefing? Like, she dead been talking to me crazy. She's like, you're not my dad. You're not my father. She only do this on the phone. She would never do this in my face. But she dead do this to me, bro. And it be breaking my heart because I'm like, I'm trying to have hearts to hearts and sit down with her and tell her, like, listen, baby, like, what's going on? Like, I give her everything she ever wanted. I'm the parent that give her love, care, like, conversation. I make her feel important. Like, I'm the emotional parent. Her mother is very emotionless. She doesn't say I love you. That's not, that's not in her character. But unfortunately, my daughter picked a side. She literally just picked a side, bro. And she's not fucking with me. She picked the side of her mother, and she, that's what she thinks her mother want to hear. And unfortunately, that's the type of shit her mother likes to tell her. She think it's funny. <laughs> she think this shit is funny. My life is a fucking joke. <laughs> she, watched, she watched too much YouTube. She watched too much YouTube, bro. And now my kids is beefing. So my two daughters is beefing with each other. My oldest daughter is team dad, and my youngest daughter is team mom. So she basically be on some, that's not my father. And my oldest daughter be like, stop saying that. Like, don't say stuff like that. And she be like, I don't care. And they start fighting. Like, they threw their hands over us. Oh, damn. That's not the most ghettoest, saddest shit you ever heard. They throwing hands over their parents. And I keep trying to tell my daughter, it's not teams. Like, even though me and your mom have never been together since you've been born, I have respect for your mother. But the problem is she know her mother don't have respect for me. Like, her mother is really, I'm not going to come at her because she be watching me, but she be coming for me crazy, bro. And a lot of times, it messes up my mental health. Like, last year when I was having diabetes, when I had diabetes, right? I still got diabetes. <laughs> well, I thought it's gone. <laughs> but I was in the worst form of my diabetes. Like, everything was bad. Like, my blood sugar was bad. Like, I blew up. I got big. I was really sick, bro. And I could just remember my baby mom just texting me. 
and was like, oh, I can't wait till you die. <laughs> you remember that? Like, that shit used to hurt. Yo, that shit used to hurt me, bro. Like, I can't... I would just, like, we have a disagreement. She'd be like, that's why you be dead soon. That's why your sugar level... She used to be... Yo, the amount of flames that she had for me was... I ain't gonna lie. If it wasn't sad, it would have been funny. That was a good roast. But it was just... I'm like, why do you hate me so much? Like, because it should be the other way around. And I don't hate her. I just feel like she made my life hard. She's always made my life very difficult. She's not emotionally, like, connected to my children. They both know this. Just one kid understands it a little bit more, which is the oldest. And the youngest is still trying to, like, fight for her mother's love. And unfortunately, fighting for her mother's love means that she has to, like, step on minds. And I don't know why, bro. And I keep telling her she don't have to be raised like that. Like, me and your mom may not get along, but I respect your mother. But my daughter's saying I'm not her father. She's saying that she don't know me. She's saying that she ain't got to come to my house. She's refusing to hang out with me. Like, and her mother just be laughing at this shit. She eating this shit up. Oh, shit. (laughs) This shit makes her so happy. Like, yeah, take my side, baby. Because she's never really had that. It's always been like, I'm the fun, great dad. And my daughter is just like trying to win her mom love so much that she's really just shitting on me. You know what I'm saying? And now my other daughter's taking it personal. Now they fighting. Now it's like my oldest is with me and my youngest is with her mom. And it's unfortunate, bro, because I understand what 50's going through. Like I put so much money and happiness and joy into that little girl just for her to turn around and just kind of shit on me and it hurt and I really tried to have a heart to heart with her like three weeks ago I said for two hours I sat down and I said yo I love you like I'm I'm. what can I do to make us closer I know that you're upset at me about something but I don't know what it is like I'll do anything to fix it and she just was like I'm, it's okay dad I know I'm sorry I'm wrong she left the house she got on the phone and I'm talking to my other daughter and she was in the background like fuck him You 10 years old. You just used a curse word on me? (laughs) On me? Bro, son. Now she cursed in the background. She she said F him. (laughs) So now she's not even trying to come next to me because she knows she just said F me and I heard it. Her mother be laughing. (laughs) Well, that's not her father. That's not... What the fuck? My life has literally been a novella, bro. Nigga was having a rough month. I was having a rough month. (laughs) I got a new baby. My daughter not fucking with me. My oldest daughter is having situations. She even had bullying situations in her school, and I had to run up there because they mad that she keep fighting back. The school was like, why does your daughter keep fighting back? I understand that she's getting hit and people are attacking her, but when we tell her to stop after we intervene, she don't stop. She's not finna sit there and get beat up. Like, I'm... (laughs) I still got a hangover from yesterday. Y'all got me in the school yelling at y'all. Like, I'm only 30, nigga. I'm only 30. I don't know what else to do. What y'all want from me? Like, fathershood is just, you know, don't have no kids, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. If I could do it all over again. <laughs> nah, I, I, I love the kids. I can't do nothing about it. But, but they just expensive and rude and mean and inconsiderate. <laughs> Shit's still going, but I'm still here, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But I had to come on here and just give y'all a podcast. I had to pop back up, y'all. I was facts, we was wilding. He was on vacation. I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> I should have just went on vacation with him, bro. Like, like I, I told you. 
Like, I'm over here posting on TikToks. Like, you know, I'll be faking it. I'm over here, like, you know, trying to look joyful. As soon as I stop recording, I'm just like... <laughs> like, 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 just with, with my cousin Baby. <laughs> just sad. <laughs> like, but we appreciate y'all. We definitely see y'all soon. We gonna holler at y'all. Thank Peace y'all. Peace out. Peace out. Definitely. Yeah.